This is In the Word, On the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word, On the Go. I'm Champ Thornton, your host. Whether you're listening by yourself or with a family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today I get to welcome back my friend, Sally Michael. Sally is, along with her husband, co-founder of Truth78 and has authored curricula and books that are all marked by a passion for developing God-centered spiritual development in children. For 16 years, Sally served as minister for children at Bethlehem Baptist Church in Minneapolis under the leadership of John Piper and her husband, David. Sally and David currently live in Indianapolis, and they enjoy spending time with their daughter, Christy, daughter, Amy, and her husband, Gary, and three grandchildren. Sally, wonderful to have you back on the podcast. It's great to be here. Well, I am looking forward to the verse you have for us today. What do you have for us? My verse is 2 Chronicles 16, 9, the first part of the verse. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the earth to give strong support to those whose heart is blameless toward him. So Sally, what's going on in this verse? What's What are we talking about here? The eyes of the Lord running. Well, you know, I think it's just such a good image that God is active hmm. watching his world. His eyes are ranged. I think the NIV says ranges throughout the earth. Hmm. Uh, so running to and fro shows that God is such an active God. He's not sitting back, kind of resting, kind of ignoring his world. He's watching and looking and and he's looking for his children to give strong support to them. So there's never a moment that we're out of God's sight. There's never a moment he doesn't know what's going on. He is there to give strong support for us, actively looking. Oh, there's this Sally. She's discouraged today. I'm going to send strong support to her. Oh, that is such an encouragement. So how did you find this verse? How did it become important in your life? You know, I don't remember how I found it. It's one of the fighter verses. Hmm. I, I just have used, it just, it's been a comforting verse to me that to know I am never out of God's sight and he is eager, eager to help me. So it's just, it's it, to me, it's just, I don't know. It's just one of those verses that I go to often thinking the Lord's eyes are watching me. They're mm -hmm. going to and fro. He's eager. He's helping me. I can lean on him. Well, let me read it again. This is second Chronicles 16 verse nine. It says for the eyes of the Lord roam throughout the earth to show himself strong for those who are wholeheartedly devoted to him. So what about that last phrase when it says wholeheartedly devoted to him or whose heart is blameless toward him? You read, what if someone says, I don't know, is that me? Is my heart blameless? Am I wholeheartedly devoted? How do I navigate that? Yeah. You know, I think when the Bible says whose heart is blameless, we tend to look at ourselves and we know there's a lot of blame in me. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of sin in me. Yeah. And yet we need to remember that God is looking at us. If we are his children, through the eyes of the cross. And so in Jesus, we are blameless before him. Amen. He, he sees us as his blameless children with the perfect righteousness of Christ. And so I think when it says whose heart is blameless toward him is, it's those who, who are his children, who belong to him, who love him, who have accepted Jesus as their savior. So if you were to explain this verse to a 10 year old, and as I'm sure you've done many times, what would that sound like? Well, I think I'd first ask them questions like, what do you think run to and fro means? Hmm. And I think if they've ever been running in a game of chase, they know what it means to run to and fro. You're going this way and that way, every way. And you say, you know what? That's what God is like. 
He is watching everything. It's here. It's there. He's everywhere. He's running. His eyes are going to and fro. He sees Africa. He sees India. He sees the United States. All he sees all of it. And so that that I think getting that concept across. And then what does through the whole earth mean? Oh, that means Russia. It means China. It means South America. So he sees all of it. His entire world. Not only the whole earth, but the whole universe. And then what is strong support? Well, support is help. He gives help. Okay, what ways do you need God to help you? So I think just explaining those things and asking questions, the child's heart starts to become engaged. And then, of course, we talked about what is whose hearts are blameless toward him. And what you want the child to end up with is the idea that God is always watching over his world. He's actively involved. He's actively looking for those who need his help and who trust him. So looking for ways to help those who trust him. So sometimes we like to ask the question on the podcast, if you were to take this verse and flip it upside down and kind of say the backwards version of what it says, what would that inverse version be of this verse? I think it would be something like this. God has his eyes closed, ignoring the events and the people of this world. He's just totally uninvolved. He doesn't want to get involved with the affairs of people. He's hands off. (laughs) Well, I'm so glad he's not like that. So let's go to what he is like. What do we learn from this verse about what our God is like? I, I think one of the things that we learn is he's active. He is not passive. He is active. He's not ignorant. He's not lazy. He's not uninterested. He's not powerless. I mean, what that's just to me, just those phrases. His eyes range to and fro throughout the earth, or his eyes run to and fro. This is an active God who is involved with his people. And I think he's always pursuing the good of his people. He's eager, eager to help mm-hmm. and support. So we, it's not like we have to beg him to help us. He's eager. He's, wait, he's waiting and watching and wanting to help us. So how has this verse affected you personally? I, I think personally, it's it's just the sense that I can go to him at any moment. He knows exactly what's going on in my life. He knows exactly how I'm feeling. And he's ready and eager and willing to help. And and I I don't think the problem is that he's not ready and eager and willing to help. The problem is we often navigate life without involving him, thinking I can do this on my own. And we don't stop and pray. We don't stop and ask for his help. We just kind of plow through life and then realize, I didn't even pray about this. I should have prayed about this. Oh, I need his help. So we've talked about what the verse means. We've talked about how it's such an encouragement to us to seek the Lord, to ask for his help that he's eager to give. But we didn't ask about the background and the context. Is What's the setting of this verse that might be helpful for us to know? You know, the setting might be something you don't think it's going to be. It's unusual hmm. in that you think it would be in a psalm or something like that. Right. But actually, the setting is in the middle of a rebuke that the, a prophet gave to King Asa of Judah. And that's because the king went to Syria for help, for battle help. He took money, silver and gold from the temple, and he enlisted the aid of the Syrians to help him in battle. And so the prophet is coming to him and he's rebuking him for going to Syria for help instead of going to the Lord. Hmm. And the, in the midst of this rebuke, he says, he's reminding Asa of what God is like. He said, for the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to give strong support to those whose heart is blameless toward him. Hmm. 
that moment, Asa was not trusting in God. He was trusting in horses and chariots, so to speak. That's so incredible because not only does is the Lord eager to help us, but he's eager to help us even when maybe at first we're not eager for his help at all. And that's incredible. What a heart attitude toward us that is so generous. That is amazing. So Sally, what's a question that families could discuss amongst themselves about this verse when this podcast is over? I think a good question would be something like, how often do I ask God for help? What do we need God's help with? How did you ask for his help today? Where was the time you could have asked for help and didn't ask for help? Those are great. So Sally, as always, wonderful to have you on the podcast. Thank you for making the time. Could you just close our time by praying this verse for all of us? Absolutely. Dear God, I thank you that your eyes do run to and fro throughout the earth. You are not an inactive, uninvolved God. You are actively searching your world, always never sleeping, always awake, always attentive to your children. We thank you, Lord, that you are constantly wanting to give strong support to those whose heart is blameless towards you. We don't have to beg you for your help. We don't have to wonder whether you want to help or not. You are actively looking to help your children and to give strong support. And you are the strongest support because you are an all-powerful God. So thank you, Lord, for not only wanting to help your children, but wanting to help us with strong support, with all the power that you have, even when we often neglect to ask for your help. So thank you for being so gracious. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.